Jim. Kyle. We exist. We exist. It appears we exist. Do we exist? We're making sound waves. Are we making sound we waves? We have skin and bones I can see in front of us. I'm touching you <laughs> in an appropriate manner. I was going to say, you I, seem to I exist. have given consent. Right. Um, <laughs> I the SoundCloud think... app would indicate we don't exist. Oh, really? Well, it's been some time since we've existed. Yes, that's true. The SoundCloud app. Well, and, and notice it's still running. Despite our <laughs> lack of contribution over the last three weeks, <laughs> I've I've got notes on my phone uh, for a podcast episode. The app indicates that these notes were edited on November tenth, November which was 10th. nineteen days ago. Wow! Right, it was Armistice. Today day. is November 29th. Wow! It's my mom's birthday. Happy birthday, moms! Shh, moms. I only have one mom. <laughs> okay, it's like a pet nickname you have for my mom i it's like babs for Uh, barbara right exactly uh so we have um missed exactly 25 percent of the football season since we last podcasted yeah that's so there's a lot on the uh agenda tonight we got to recap uh all three of those games okay which one which one did we miss first uh, well, let's go all the way back. Let's start with the notes on my phone. Okay. That seems like a good place to start. November 10th of this year, I hope, at least. November 10th, 2017. That's I believe good. that was the Friday night before the Ohio State game, which was the... We didn't play Ohio State this year. Yeah, you're right. What am I talking about? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure what you're talking about. So that Friday night was the MSU basketball Home opener, uh-huh. opener altogether. Right, not the uh, not the pretend opener against the team. I don't remember who it was or anything of that nature. And MSU played adequately in this game. Uh, I don't think they did, but that's no? not what my notes are. Okay, what are your notes about? So Friday night, hopped out of work, headed over to meet my wife and a couple friends for pregame dinner at uh, the fine local eatery, um, and. Drinkery. What's the right word there? Haberdashery? I don't think so. That's where you buy a hat, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Dagwoods. Dagwoods. Yeah. You know, I've never actually eaten at Dagwoods. You've never eaten at Dagwoods? Yeah, isn't that weird? Yeah, that is weird. I've eaten pretty much everywhere, and I'm, I'm like a big dude. And we hadn't, we hadn't eaten at Dagwoods until about three years ago, and now we're hooked. Because, hmm. like, everyone's happy there. The kids are happy. Hmm. You can get a pitcher of beer for, like, ten bucks, so we're happy. Like, nice. good beer. Yeah, that's good. Anyways, uh, we're sitting, you know, it's pretty crammed in because there's a basketball game. Uh-huh. We're sitting very in very tight quarters with, with two gentlemen uh, at the high top uh, adjacent to us. You know, Dagwoods is a working class bar. Dagwoods does seem like the kind of place like an animal house where the dudes come up and they're like, can we dance with your dates? Right. right. Except there's no room to dance. Okay. Uh, these were clearly working it's like class. A bar, though. These were clearly working class gentlemen uh, out for a you know a nice dinner, uh, and they started making conversation. Uh, they've had football tickets for thirty years. Nice. Um, Are they happy? Uh, they seem happy. Good. Lower deck seats. Whoa. I forget exactly where they said somewhere in the corner. Okay. Uh, one of the gentlemen asked me if I had basketball tickets. To which I replied, yes, I do have basketball tickets. Uh, he asked me where my seats were, which, of course, I replied, well, they're about the same place as my football 
tickets, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the fourth row of the upper deck in the corner. In the the contempt in this man's voice, he said, <laughs> you know, he said, how hard is it to get basketball tickets? I said, well, it's a little hard. You know, there's the point system with how much you donate, how many years mm -hmm. you've had basketball tickets or football tickets. But, you know, if you, if you play it right, you can get in the upper deck. The contempt with which this man said, well, there's no way I would ever sit in the upper deck. Whoa. <laughs> he didn't quite say it like that, but that's how it felt to me. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and again, you know, this was... This, and he was fine with this that. This was like, felt like a man who should have been an upper deck right. compatriot. Right, 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 right. Yeah. There are not um, a lot of there are not a lot of people at Dagwoods like swilling thirty year old scotch and then turning around and heading into the game. Right. Yeah. So this transpired about six o'clock. Uh huh. And we had thought the game was at seven o'clock. Mm -hmm. So my wife and I headed over. Mm -hmm. Realized I turned the radio on as we were driving from Dagwoods to the to park for the Resident Center. I realized as I was driving over, no, the game is not till eight o'clock. Oh no. So we had an hour to kill. Oh, no. Well, that's not the worst thing in the world. Right, but then you can just go back to Dagwoods. Uh, well. No. <laughs> no. No. So we had already parked when we realized this. Oh, yeah, okay. We decided, let's take a stroll over to the Kellogg Center mm -hmm. and have a drink at the uh, at the bar there in the restaurant. What's the name of the restaurant? The Stateroom. The Stateroom. Yep. Um, we got there after having hiked from our free parking spot at a... Right. You know, distant location. That's <laughs> uh, pretty packed there, too. Sure. As you would expect. Right. So we are standing We are standing at the most lower-decker spot on all of MSU's campus. In the bar there, they have a giant... Like a wine... Thing, I was going right? to say wine rack, but that's an upper-deck term. Right. What's the, what's the lower-deck name for I, a wine rack? That's, wine. like, refrigerated and... Case? It's it's a refrigerator, a wine fridge. A wine fridge. I think that's what they call it. <laughs> right. Um, that's where you put the boxes of wine, right? Like. Right. That okay. makes sense. Uh, so we're standing there. There's an older couple seated. They've been uh -huh. there a while. They start making conversation with us. <laughs> we have suddenly we've gone from, you know, sort of complete upper deck territory to we're we're suddenly conversing. With all apologies to LVS, right? The most lower decker people I've ever met in my entire life. <laughs> These people have seats on the fifty yard line of the football stadium. What seats at midcourt at the Breslin Center? What? Uh, but they don't go to that many basketball games because they go to Palm Springs in the winter. Oh wow! They were like both business owners of some sort. That's great. Good for them. Um, but the nice thing was mm -hmm. they were very accessible. They recommended to us, you know, they, they uh, pointed out in the wine fridge, <laughs> which I can't believe I can't think of the correct term for this, uh, a bottle of wine that you can buy for $10 at Horrocks. Nice. I think they could sense the upper deck vibe right. coming off of saying, <laughs> we don't want to, you know, it's like they were talking with the servants. Right, right. Well, right. Jeeves, when you go home after a long day of serving us, Right. Here's a bottle of wine you could afford right. that wouldn't make us wretch at the very thought of drinking right. it. <laughs> That's funny. So so when you told them where your seats were, 
Did they actually pat you on the head and say, that's a really good job, They buddy. They were polite enough not to ask. Okay. Again, I think they could sense that they didn't want to know the answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Although, so, yeah. hot tip, we, um, we did get seats um, in Breslin one year. And we weren't, it wasn't on the point system or anything like that. You had to know to call on a certain day. And there's a certain day every year. I like to call it magical seat placement in the Breslin day. I don't know Mm. what it's actually. It's probably like March 3rd or something like that. And um, wine cellar, I think, is the term we're looking for. Wine cellar, yeah. but those are usually like huge. Yeah, this is huge. Oh, okay. I mean, it's not down. it's not downstairs, so it's not a cellar in that sense. Unless there's another word that It'd be funny if they, like, if they turned it into a little haunted mansion or something. They told us that their wine cellar was only about the third of the size of this giant one. So. They what? Yeah. Holy cow. <laughs> okay. So. All right. So that uh, concludes the portion of the podcast for which I have notes. Right. So now we're working purely off memory from okay. this point on. All right. So then... Um, the Amos, next day, a football game was not played. Right. And we did not get tremendously beaten. Okay. So like... But real talk. Here was the best part about that game. It's the first game this season where it was well in hand. With the exception of Notre Dame. Right. Very early on. And so like you could just go about your day and do whatever at that point. So I watched until it was 28 nothing. I'm like, I see how today is going to be. I went out and worked on the car for With about hour. five minutes yeah. left in the first half, I looked over at my 13-year-old son, uh-huh. and I said... It's not happening. <laughs> you want to go see the new Thor movie? <laughs> he said yes. Uh-huh. With about we we stuck it out. I think for whatever the next thing that was going to happen, that might have given us some small glimmer of hope. Right. Which didn't happen. Right. We went to see the Thor movie, which was clearly head and shoulders above either of the previous two Thor movies. Uh-huh. Uh huh. A lovely time was had by all. Good. Yeah. I think that's the first. Since we've started this podcast, I go out of my way that if for some reason I have to miss a portion of the game, I record it, I go back and okay. fast forward through and watch every play so that I feel like at least this this is the first no. 32 minutes of, of an MSU football game where I didn't bother watching. Well, to be fair, you know, I, I think, you know, so there's, there's a little bit of a challenging conversation to be had here because, like, I sat through the Bobby Williams, John L. Smith years, like, you know, paid for season tickets, went to games, you know, that was my college football experience um, prior to Mark D'Antonio coming in. So there's times I'm like, I have earned the right when, you know, MSU is just getting blown out at the end of the first quarter, it's 28 to nothing to be like, you know what? No, I paid my dues those right. years. Right. I'm done with it. I'm going to go do other stuff like work on the car or whatever. And, uh, you know, drink heavily, um, at the same time, maybe even, but, but, uh, and so anyway, yeah, no, that was, you know, by the end of the first quarter, I'd given up. So props to you for hanging in there until almost the end of the, the first half. That, that's good moving. That's, right. That's nice. So the the big takeaway from that game, I think, would be that as much as MSU has done fabulously to to compete all season long, line play matters a lot. It really does. 
It really, really does. Like, and, and you knew at the end of, like, it was, and I think that was the reason I was so content to, not content is probably the wrong word, but why I was so easily convinced to pull the plug on the game is it's just, it wasn't like it was unlucky turnovers. It wasn't, it was nothing other than both lines were just getting completely destroyed on every play. And, you know, that you can't win a game when that's happening. Right. So And to jump to the, to the end of the podcast, we've actually made it in 12 minutes without jumping to the end. So Yay. that's good. You know, that's probably the big question for next year is how big a leap can both lines make? I mean, we're going to feel good about the skill positions on offense. Mm-hmm. We're going to feel good about the linebackers on the secondary on defense. Right. You know, can those can those well, lines and- make, make that full step of a jump next year to... Well, I think I mean they will get better. I mean, you're you're losing which Allen, Brian Allen, and yes. but that's it. I mean, or maybe Beetle too. No, yeah. I think only Allen. At least out of the starters, has right. Beetle been starting all year? No, I think Beetle. Actually, now that I think on, I think Beetle is a a redshirt junior, so you get another year of Beetle. Okay. So you're getting everyone back. The only real knock on that is is that. Um, our left tackle and right tackle are really, really light for the positions they play. Like, um, right. but I mean, I don't know that that's a thing that you stress out about or anything like that. And, you know, and they will get better next year. And the fact of the matter is, unless you have the kind of line that often, you know, that Ohio State has, right. you know, you're going to be hard pressed to it's compete. It's not going to be in Wisconsin, those... Iowa run people over, but you've also got the quarterback and the receivers that the run game can still be right. a little outside the box and, right. and can fit the whole thing together. And obviously, I mean, you know, that's the I mean, that's the thing we've been kind of saying all season is is that, you know, you you know, you can be a nine and three football team and not be able to run the ball, which is basically what MSU is. Like and that's pretty remarkable. So I mean, you know, if next year they can kind of run the run the ball Maybe ten and twos and bounds, you know. Who knows? I mean, that's really skipping ahead. But, but you know, if they can just get to the point where they have an average run game next year, they can keep everything else copacetic on offense. You know, they'll be they'll be significantly better. All right. So fast forward seven days. Yep. Uh, home to Maryland. Right. Uh, oh, that was a stinker game. It was just gross out that day. Right. Yeah, yeah. You tried to bribe me with uh, free tickets and pneumonia, and I was right. like, no Well, thanks. the pneumonia was free. I mean, I wasn't charging <laughs> you for that either. <laughs> so We um, did end up taking the entire family. Uh, your family is the best, because my family would be like, like, we took them, like, I took all the kids to a game where it was 74 out and sunny and like by the end of the second quarter they all wanted to leave yeah. all the kids wanted to. Well, I, in I, fairness, I take that back my nine-year-old she is the best she'll, right she'll she'll stick out a football game with a couple but, minutes before halftime i said look you know we'll take a vote here if you guys want to go home we'll go home at that point everybody was wanted to stay mm-hmm. and then i think the temperature dropped another four degrees mm-hmm. and we was that when the snow started Right. Yeah. And it would have been okay if it had just snowed from the beginning, but right. you know, it rained, you're yeah. then soaked, soaked and, and then, then it starts snowing. So the new yeah. we went into the stairwell to try to warm up a little bit, regroup, and everybody said, Let's go home. So yeah. We were home with probably eight minutes left in the third quarter in front of the fireplace. Nice. Watch the rest of the game. I don't think I went back and watched those eight minutes now, so I'm 
It was it was pretty much the most boring game ever. Right. Like it, it was and, kind of the know. MSU football season in a microcosm. That old game. I mean, <laughs> right. Let's jump out to a big lead. Right. Let's hold on to that lead. Right. Um, yeah. Takeaway from that game was don't go to snowy wet games. Right. And yeah. That, and LJ Scott held held on to the ball. Yep, that was good. It'd be nice if he'd stay another year. He'll stay another year. You think so? I, I think do. he'll go. Why? Because if you're going to get drafted and you're a running back and you're a junior, are you going to get drafted? If next you year, five you're going to drop next year. No, you're not. You're just putting more nope. miles on your list. Nope. You want to make a bet on this right yes, now? Yes, let's make a bet on this. All right, what are we going to bet? Let's bet a dollar. Loser has to sing a parody American version of American Pie okay. live on the podcast. Yeah, but then I have to listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, this is a good point because you're almost out. We should toast yeah. now. Beer Cheers. of the week is the Onside um, Ale Mayan, Imperial, St- Mayan yeah, Imperial Stout. Stout. Yeah. This, we're drinking this to symbolize our... We're drinking it because it's what I had in the house. Okay. I'd love to say there was... Hashtag real talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Jim's um, going on a, an alcohol fast after this. Yep, yeah. I've been theoretically on it for three days, but I was willing to break it for the podcast. Yeah. Like. So, alcohol Most fast people till... not drinking for three days call that, quote-unquote, the work week. Right, Jim. yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I mean, in that, you know, but I've got, you know, we're sitting in my dining room. There's a, there's a, there's a five-gallon of uh, winter warmer brewing that's going to be like 7% and got some spice to it. And uh, so... I'm All right, so we'll drink that during the probably one podcast we'll do before the end of basketball season. That's true, yeah, I was going to say. So it's... tune in for that. Right, whatever it is. You'll never know. We'll All just right. release it. <laughs> <laughs> so Michigan State now stands at 8-3 and three in this historical mm-hmm. retelling. Retrospective? Retrospective, yeah, good word. Let's you. use that in the title and everything. Okay, yeah, okay. Write that down. <laughs> Retrospective. Uh, let's fast forward again, but this time, let's only fast forward four days. Okay. It's Wednesday. Because we played... Deep. The day before Thanksgiving. I have more interesting basketball upper deck flavor. Oh, yeah, because you you'd made a road trip, didn't I you? I made a sojourn to Rupp Arena. The wow. largest basketball-specific arena in all the land. In all the United States or yeah. all of Kentucky? It's the largest, no, it's the largest arena designed for basketball in the country. How many the people largest, does it seat? The largest arena that's used for basketball regularly is the Carrier Dome. Okay. And I think the largest basketball arena in the world is like in the Philippines. Hmm. I don't know, I read this on Wikipedia at like okay. 1 o'clock in the morning. That means it's definitely game. true and not been edited by other people. Right. Right. Definitely. Um, so that was interesting. Giant box with a basketball court in the middle of it. Uh, and how many people does it hold? 23,500. 23,500. Felt more like a football state watching basketball in a football stadium. Okay. Entire upper deck is bleachers. Okay. Although the price of the ticket was equivalent to a lower deck seat at Breslin. Right. Not nearly the same basketball experience as Breslin. And Breslin... You're, you know, it's only two thirds the size. Right, everything's much more stacked up it. against yep. the court. Yeah, because uh, we had pretty good we had pretty good upper deck seats. We were like in the tenth row in the corner, you know, even with the with with one of the baselines. 
uh, but you still felt like you were a long ways away. Huge scoreboard, football-sized scoreboard. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The uh, I'm trying to think of the name of the team now. Indiana Purdue Fort Wayne. I can't think of their mascot. Oh yeah, the uh, the Mastodons. The Mastodons. Yep. I should have known that. The which Mastodons. are elephants with horns. Right. That existed in prehistoric died, times. Died in Fort Wayne. Which, in fairness, if you lived in Fort Wayne. Yeah, I did live in Fort Wayne, and I actually died did die. Too. Yeah. <laughs> have I told the story on this podcast about my wife dragging me? Hi, honey. Dragging me to the <laughs> Michael's Craft Store in Fort Wayne on our drive back from the 2011 Big Ten Championship no, game. No, you haven't. Because she had to buy picture frames for a craft for a Christmas party thrown by our church, and they didn't have enough at the Michael's in Lansing. And I'm so she was calling ahead. She like called up and she's like, "Hey, do y'all?" Have... I think she did. And nice. I'm walking around the store, of uh-huh. course, like. One of my parents just died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Oh, right, right, right. I thought you meant because you were in a Michaels, but it's because the game was horrible. Right. Yeah, no, right. yeah. Being in a Michaels is kind of the worst. It's like nothing like almost any other store. You the can at least is... say there's one section that you can go and look and kill 15 minutes. Right. No, doesn't work in a Michaels. No, no, no. The whole place feels like it's ready to explode the whole time because... There's just so much stuff in every aisle. You're like, how do you fit all of this stuff in here? It's like the cargo shorts of stores. That's a good, that's a good, but we're pro-cargo short, aren't we? We are pro-cargo. I think that's the official position of the podcast. That's certainly my official position. It's one of the few official positions we have. (laughs) It's the only thing on the Spartan Upper Deck podcast platform. Right. All the other issues. It got too contentious when, <laughs> when it came to a vote. Right. We right. had to just table it. Nope. But cargo, cargo shorts, shorts. Yeah. You can't go wrong with those. All right. So that was a that was a <laughs> that was an interesting upper deck experience. Uh, fast forward again. Yep. Saturday. New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Uh, the toilets don't work. We weren't there, thankfully. But oh, I didn't know that. The yeah, the, the toilet working. stopped working, and they had to send people out of the stadium at High Point Solutions oh Field <laughs> to use a porta potty. In the... I'm sure the people, the corporate execs at High Point Solutions, were thrilled to yes. have their name on the outside of the stadium as they're showing the shot of the fans piling into the porta potties. Yeah, it would be poorly indicative of High Point Solutions if their toilets didn't work. I don't think that that would speak well of. High point solutions and how they do business and the things that they take care of. So, I, I don't think it would be real great for high point solutions to make it up to them. Yes, tonight high point solutions, free of charge, is the official sponsor <laughs> of the Spartan Overnight Aww, Podcast. That's so swell. You should you should you know listeners if you have any things you need solutions for, <laughs> and you don't want them to be low point. <laughs> your first call should be to the good people. At High Point Solutions. Yeah, I, I definitely don't think that it spo- speaks, I don't know, poorly of High Point Solutions. Or I think it would speak poorly of High Point Solutions to sponsor such an event. And I'm, I'm glad that we're helping make it up to High Point Solutions on our yes, podcast tonight. Yes. When, you, when you call them, you tell them. Right. The Spartan Upper Deck Podcast told them. So what does High you. Point Solutions do? 
Uh, I don't know. You would think, like, it, I mean, it does have, like, a mild football applicability, right? Because you high point a ball as a wide receiver. But I'm pretty sure that's not it. Is it? I don't know. Yeah, right. It's but, IT. You know how those IT people are. Yeah, they're the worst. All right, just, just at highpointsolutions.com backslash upper deck. <laughs> <laughs> and use promo code. <laughs> KJ. <laughs> Jim and KJ. Uh, so then there was a football game. Uh, there were many field goals kicked. Right. Um, and then State started putting it in Some the people zone. didn't like that. I found the whole, I found that game on the Twitter experience for that game very annoying because it was coming off the two basketball games. Mm-hmm. A, I was tired because I stayed up for both those basketball games that both tipped off at like midnight. Oh, yeah. Good on you, but I wasn't doing that. Um, and B, the whole week felt like MSU fans on Twitter complaining that their team wasn't winning by enough. Yeah, I don't know. Which I kind of get, and that's the job of Twitter to microanalyze everything. But at the same time, we were winning. That game was never in doubt. No, it's Rutgers. Yeah. Who really cares? Right. You know. Who really cares? Right. I mean, like, I think, you know, and I think that's the whole thing is, is like, one of the one of the 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 joys of college football is like you have no idea if your team is any good or not until week eight or nine usually right, right? and then once you figure it out you kind of enter this point of or I do anyway like in a way you enter this point of like minor football nihilism where you're like all right well this is a nine and three team I guess we're going to the it's all not, back bowl. yeah and that's yeah. it like it's all just right. like unless you're competing for the national title around week nine or ten like once you figure out what you've got after that it's just kind of like okay well the, the eventual trajectory of that is this so like let's just enjoy the ride and and I mean this was still a pretty enjoyable football season and right. yet by the time Saturday's game came around it was halftime the kids were all whining that they wanted to watch a movie. So I put on a movie. I didn't go downstairs and watch the rest of the game. I watched the Christmas movie. We with skipped my the kids. part of the story where I saw Moana finally. Oh yeah, because you got all uh, someone on Twitter was gassing you about it, right? Like, no, I didn't know what Moana was, and I didn't know what Thank You. Oh right, because that was the whole football. What's the name of the song? Thing. Thing. The yeah, you're song? welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. It's the opposite of Thank yes. You. Or it's a compliment. Too. Right. I didn't think the it was kid. a very good movie. Really. I don't know. I think my standards on children's movies are too high. Well, you kind of got ruined because your kids were all like at the right age when like the all the Pixar movies where you were literally watching two different right. movies as an adult or a child. Like right. I love Toy Story three, and right. no children's movie can ever live up to Toy Story three. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they definitely had that run of like three or four years. The moral where... of Toy Story three: Don't trust people with a folksy style of speech. Hmm. Really? That's the main thing you took out of Toy Story 3? Yeah. That's the main thing. Okay. It's good to be plain spoken, bad to be folksy. Right. Once you're, you're, covering, up, you're covering up something. Right, yeah, Like yeah. the fact that you're an evil bear who's going to leave everybody in the garbage dump. Or how right. that ended. I was really wishing I had like a folksy accent on command right maybe there. The, so you could, maybe the... So I could be like, am I an a, a evil bear? That's going to leave everybody in the dump, like... Well, I don't know. <laughs> the moral of the story probably is don't trust Wilford Brimley. I mean, that seems like a pretty good yeah. rule to live Oh, by. for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, That's why I never eat oatmeal. <laughs> but, yeah, the... Uh, 
We do like crackling oat bran though. We were talking about that. Right. Off right. That's a shared love. Yes. Yeah. You, I, you know, we should, next time we do one, I'll bring over a box of crackling oat bran and instead of doing oh, beer of the week. Oh, I would love that. We, instead of doing beer of the week, we'll have fucking crackling oat bran. <laughs> it's crackling. It's oat. Right. It's bran. Everybody's going to have a good crap tomorrow. It'll be a good day. Like, All right. There's so, a joke there for upper deck joke, Kai. Yep, exactly. Okay, so any uh, on-the-field takeaways there? Brian LaRocky was passing the ball again. That was good. Yep. I, Matt Coughlin looks no. like... What year is Matt Coughlin? I think he's a redshirt freshman. Oh, so we got three years of him. Three so years of him. Promising. Yep, he's kicking... He kicked, I think, 78% this season. The defense season. was like complete lockdown other than that one drive. Right. That's fine. I mean, yeah. you know, you could play a high school team and still whiff every now and again. But Right. So that's good. Uh, so nine and three ends the regular season, vastly exceeding everyone's expectations, including me, who I think uh, in our preseason preview was would have sold his soul for six wins. Yeah, I had us. I had us at seven and five. All right, you're yep. the optimist, so we yep. beat the optimist take by two wins. Yep, that's a good week. That's a good year. Uh, and, uh, and we beat Michigan, and that's worth like what? Six wins? I don't know. According to them, it's probably worth 12 or 13. But, I don't think uh, I told this story after the Michigan game, but as we were watching the Michigan game, as things were winding down, it was clear we had won. Uh, My son, who I've clearly trained properly with the proper level of inferiority complex, said, well, we beat Michigan. The rest of the season doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. That's and he's right. He was right. Once, right. You're, once you're out of the national kinda title game, right. you're out of the Rose Bowl. I mean, 7-5 and five with a Michigan one would have been a massive success. So, so it's interesting that, that we're talking about this now because I remember, you know, very early on when we were getting to know each other, you you had mentioned, you had said, you know, there's kind of the Rose Bowl and there's everything else. And this was before the college football playoff. Um, and so there was the Rose Bowl, and that was it. There was, you know, there was right. the national title game if you were right. team one or two, right? And at the time, I didn't really agree with you. Like, I was kind of like, okay, yep, yeah, no, there's a Citrus Bowl. If you win the Citrus Bowl, it's still fairly prestigious. That was the number two bowl at the time. Um, or if you win, like, a BCS at large game, that's pretty prestigious. I mean, that's nothing to be upset about. Um, but... You know, now you kind of, now I take a step back and like, that's kind of where I'm at now is there's the, there's the Rose Bowl, there's the college football playoff and, um, and, um, and then there's kind of everything else. Like, you know, we're going to play in the Citrus Bowl or the Outback Bowl or the, whatever you want to call it. The, the Holiday, Holiday Bowl. Bowl. Thank you. Yeah. And, uh, you know. It could just be an element of, like, where are we playing LSU? It's right. one of those places. And the Citrus and the Outback Bowl in particular. And the it, gradation there. I mean, they're, like, an hour apart. They're played on the same day. They're played, like, at the same time, aren't they? Yeah, I think they are, actually. Right. And so, you know, the only difference now is, like, I don't go, ooh, the Citrus Bowl. Like, just making it is an accomplishment. Like, I mean, if we do go play in the Citrus Bowl, I'll right. see us win, but... Right. But, but, uh... But As anyway, I understand it, it's probably the Citrus Bowl... If Wisconsin wins and the Outback Bowl, if Ohio State wins, I don't know. I've been trying to follow all the oh, okay. flow charts, but I probably oversimplified. Sure. And um, I think we probably don't drop past Outback. I doubt it. I think yeah. they're talking Michigan for the Holiday Bowl then. Right. Yeah. No, I think, yeah, it's, yeah, that's that's pretty exciting. I'm, I'm happy that they finished fourth in the Big Ten East. That's pretty solid for them. 
Uh, yes, certainly, you know. Yeah, so that's a good question. So how many top 25 teams did we beat this year? Uh, we beat at least, well... We beat Michigan, who was top 25. We 20. only beat one of them, because Michigan dropped out of the top 25. Do you, do you take it that way, or do you take it when they were playing them? Well, I kind of take it the way it is now. How many teams with winning records did we beat? I don't know. A lot? Penn State, Michigan, yeah. Iowa. Mm-hmm. Uh, that may be it. That may be it. How many did Michigan beat? None. Really? Yeah, really. How do you know that? Um, the internet. <laughs> uh, so anyways. That is a divide by zero error. Right. Uh, so there'll be the bowl game. That'll be good. We'll watch that. It'd be nice if they would win that. That would be a 10-1 season, which would mm-hmm. be what, like six 10-1 seasons in eight years or something? Yep, something completely ridiculous. Basically, uh, the, the trend would be we get a 10-win season or we suck. Like, that's pretty much right. it. Right. Yeah. yeah, we suck and we're really unlucky. We'll put that yeah. on that. I don't know. I don't think that seven and six team was probably really a nine win team. And the three so? and nine team was probably a really a six and six team. I don't know. That sounds like excuses to me. The teams were what they but were. But then some of those ten win teams yeah. were really eight or nine win teams. Right. Yeah. Like this one. Right. This is probably a seven or eight win team that did really well. I would agree with that. Um, so there is also basketball. Yes. Yeah. To keep everyone updated. Yes. Uh, we might be fairly good at this. I'm thinking that too. I I've actually watched I think three games this year. Wow. Yeah, that's more than I watch in a season usually. Right. Um, They're fun to watch. Yeah. Plus they were smoking North Carolina last. Right. Night, despite right? turning the ball over 24 times. Yeah. Who does that? Who I beats North Carolina? I think this is like what it's like to be a Kentucky fan. Like even when you're not that good, you're just so damn athletic that. It just doesn't matter. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't know. They're fun to watch. I'm having a blast. Yeah. Uh, t- tomorrow night, we host Notre Dame for the first time in like 30 years or And they're something. a top 10 team. Because of that darn bigger Phelps. Oh, is that what it is? I think he was the one who decided to stop playing us. I think they had an annual series up until the late 70s. Oh, okay. Then Digger Phelps got jealous. Right. So, top five matchup. Uh, key matchup on the court. Do you have your keys? Can you, can you, yes, um, you got it. Sound effects. Bonzi Colson, who's kind of like Notre Dame's Draymond Green. Okay. Six foot six power forward. Okay. Senior all American type. Oh, really is like Draymond Green. Right. Against freshman phenom Jaron Jackson. Who blocks like a third of the shots on the floor. Right. Can Jaron Jackson stay out of foul trouble in the first half? That's the key to the game. No. No, it's it's a key. It could go either way. It wasn't wasn't a quiz. Oh, okay. I was just telling you. We haven't had a quiz in a while. You're <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of quizzes, uh, I haven't told you this yet. We mentioned on an earlier podcast that my oldest son was participating in the Quizbusters competition yes. at WKR. Uh, I... I'm sad, but also Relieved. proud to report. Oh. He had a very MSU basketball type experience. Uh, his team got all the way to the Elite Eight, um, and then they played Okemos. Oh dear! And it was very much like the MSU basketball team running into Duke or North Carolina in the see. Final Four. Uh huh. Didn't go well. So I see. Very proud of him. 
what can you do? Yeah. Good job. Um, all right. So I think that wraps things up. We'll be back at some time to talk about the bowl game. Are we going to do that Star Wars episode this time? Uh, eventually. I feel like we should. It's on the long term because, well, I mean, the next movie comes out in, like, three weeks. Oh, that's true. I feel like if we're going to do it... There's going to be a new Star Wars movie, like, every year now. Yeah, but this is still the main storyline. Yeah, I think I they've already secured financing for the right. next two centuries. <laughs> right. <laughs> Star Wars movies. All right, any final thoughts on the 2017 MSU football team? The regular season? Well, that's the only part of the season we've had. Yeah. Um, they were really fun to watch. And right. They, they did better, you know, despite the fact that bailed on these last two games. Like, uh, they were fun to watch. Joe Bocci. Joe Bocci. Hot take, Joe Bocci ends up in the College Football Hall of Fame and on the Ring of Honor. All right. If I'm, I'm wrong, we'll be, have 30 we'll... years to find out. Right. Yeah, exactly. with that. Check back in 2047. Right. <laughs> All right, on that note, go green. Go white.